Good day, everyone, and welcome to this month's talk with Tom Conversation. I'm your host, Aaron Wilker, and I'll be asking those questions that you've submitted to my coach, my mentor, and my friend, Tom Hart. Uh, before we get into the talk with Tom, though, I would like to say that today's call is being sponsored by Tom's soon-to-be-released ebook entitled Goals 2015. And this is a 12-chapter book wherein Tom helps you get from where you are to where you want to be. You can download the first two chapters of this book right now for free at Tom's website, successseriesllc.com. By clicking on the pop-up offer and leave your email address, and that will allow you to download the first two chapters to his Goals 2015 ebook. And now, on with today's call, I'd like to introduce Tom Hart. Tom, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Aaron. How are you? I am excellent, thank you. Uh, Get right into the call, Tom. You know, just before we get moving into the questions, just curious. February was that a good month for you? Were you able to stay warm at all as you were working on all your different projects? Uh, well, I was actually uh, cold in Denver, but next month, the month of March, is actually the month that has the most snowfall of the year. Uh, February uh, saw me giving a personal productivity and task management private workshop to one of my high net worth family office clients and of course uh, conducting my ongoing build your dream business monthly workshop so it's been busy but it's been good excellent very good um, yeah and that's why you know I, I ask if you stayed warm because I know between Kansas City and Denver those are two of the cities I think that got hit pretty hard. So, anyways, Tom, today's question comes from Paul, who's residing in uh, Northern California. And Paul wrote in and asks, Tom, I work in a high tech company managing many different projects, and we don't have a large staff, so I wear many hats. One of those hats lately feels like that of a fireman. I plan mm -hmm. out my day the night before, but by mid morning, I have thrown my plan out as I fight other people's emergencies. How do I separate their non-planned emergencies from my planned priorities? Wow. Right? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Aaron, this is a very common thing. Um, yeah, great question, Paul. Uh, thanks for writing in. Uh, well, let me first give the short answer and then maybe answer in a way that will seem like overkill to the question, but it will answer many questions behind the question and give a number of resource solutions. Uh, the short answer to Paul's question kind of comes from Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Workweek, and that is delegate, eliminate, and automate. And granted, before you can do any of those, uh, Paul uh, getting pushed and pulled, feeling like a firefighter, um, has got to learn to say no. And I'm not saying that's even his particular issue, but all of us uh, need to feel more comfortable about saying no so that our week is driven by us and not by others. Um, the way that Tim Ferriss puts it is that if there is um, if there's a means by which you can delegate, uh, then... Well, if there's a means by which you can automate, 
then obviously you want to do that first so that whatever the task at hand is, is really not even done by human resources. Uh, maybe it is, but maybe once, and then it becomes a template or some other form that takes on some automated form. Um, but you never automate something that can be eliminated. So if you can eliminate the task entirely, if, if what is being asked of Paul can be completely off his plate, that's ideal. Next would, of course, be to delegate it to somebody else, but you never delegate something that can be automated or streamlined. So if you track with me there, if you, if you can automate it, that's ideal. If you can delegate it, that would be uh, best. Well, of course, if you can eliminate it, then that takes it completely off your, off your plate. So um, that's a pretty big incentive to being efficient and effective. The bigger answer to that question is maybe something more in line with uh, what I would describe as seven strategies for getting things done. And before I delve into each one of them, let me name them one by one, and then we'll go through them. Um, First of all, number one is become clear about what's required. So you have a task, a goal, uh, something of that nature, you want to make that assessment, what's required to achieve it. Uh, next, you'll need to, to create a daily schedule that will give you the time devoted to that. Number three, prioritize those goals, those tasks. Number four, visualize and focus on them. Number five, track your accomplishments toward them of their milestones, etc. Number six, celebrate those milestones. And this is often one we forget because we're on to the next task or the next goal before we even stop to celebrate the accomplishment of the milestones along the way. And then lastly, to be sure to schedule some time to relax and enjoy the accomplishment. So let's go through those one by one. Uh-huh. Number one, uh, about being clear as to what is required, um, I've got a couple of tools that are really the first steps to achieving that. And if the listeners would go to the website and click on resources and workshop resources, you'll find one download that's a PDF called the Life Wheel. And the Life Wheel is a measuring stick, if you will, of your seven life areas. And you ask yourself the question and you answer it on a scale of 1 to 10 as to what your level of fulfillment is in each of those life areas. And then this wheel uh, gives you a mark uh, as a, a gauge, picture a pie each of these seven areas are a piece of the pie, and that mark is either a one or a two or a ten along that line separating each pie piece. And as you go through this, you connect those dots, you can see how comfortably your wheel is going to roll. So if finance is a seven and personal is a six and professional is a eight, you know that that's a pretty smooth roll. And if they continue on with the other four areas being pretty similar to that, then your wheel is going to roll pretty smoothly. But if your spiritual life is a one and your relationship life fulfillment is a 10, then that's a pretty odd disparity and you're going to have that bumpy road, so to speak. So the life wheel is a measure of that fulfillment, and it gives you where your deficiencies are pretty clearly. As you look at your goals, 
um, you're going to have to take a look and assess what resources, what knowledge needs there are to be able to accomplish them. And, you know, we're going to probably quote Covey quite a bit here, Stephen, Dr. Stephen Covey, the late Dr. Stephen Covey, and, and in particular some of his tools from uh, the company Franklin Covey. Um, but one of the uh, best quotes that, that I attribute to that Steve Covey said was, begin with the end in mind. And if you look ahead to where you want to end up, what does it look like? Not only does that become your vision that is your daily uh, visualization exercise, but it also helps you understand who is the person that I need to be when I'm at that point of that vision where I've accomplished that. I'm at that end, so to speak. Who is the person I've become? And what are the resources along the way to becoming that person to accomplish that goal that I would have needed to have that I don't have today? People... Uh, knowledge, etc. So, um, with this first step being becoming very clear about what is required, there's a couple of tools to integrate into that measure so that when you do sit down and write out your goals in your seven life areas, and I would recommend doing so on the uh, downloadable personal strategic plan, again, that's on my website under resources, that will give you uh, some sense of at least the top three goals in each of the seven areas. And like we've talked about in previous calls, not that you want 21 goals to shoot for throughout the time period, say a year, but you want at least three to ten total that would be the top one of each of the seven life areas and then a couple more that are uh, perhaps is more important than the others. And that way you've got this personal strategic plan to kind of be a guide for their accomplishment. So number one, uh, become very clear about what is required. Uh, number two is schedule it, so to speak. Create a daily schedule. And um, Michael Hyatt is, uh, is a um, productivity and leadership uh, counselor that advocates uh, if it isn't scheduled, it's not going to get done. And, of course, the flip side of that is schedule it, and it will be done. And so by looking at it from a standpoint of scheduling the time to accomplish the goal, uh, you've got to go macro to micro. And macro means you take the big picture of the goal and a big picture time frame. So it's either a five-year, three-year, one-year. Let's say it's a one-year and you want to accomplish that goal within the year, again, another tool available in the resources uh, in uh, the website is the annual master calendar. And what that master calendar template will allow you to do is plug in chunks of time that are uh, key uh, events throughout the year. Um, so, for instance, um, I track holidays and family birthdays and personal and business reviews, quarterly meetings, team meetings, annual strategic planning retreat, uh, time with friends. Uh, since I do cycling, I have my century rides. I might do two or three of those a year. Uh, I put all those on the master calendar for the year to kind of get, get a sense of where my open blocks are. Uh, I'm going to put all my production calendar for success series on there, when are my workshops, when are my launches, 
when are different things going to happen on both a quarterly, monthly uh, basis. Then that annual calendar then becomes a way for me to take the big picture and chunk down to that lower level of quarterly, monthly, weekly, daily. And again, I'm taking a task that might be a year-long uh, goal, but I'm giving it quarterly, monthly, and weekly uh, milestones so that I can measure its progress. Um, a tool that would be helpful to the listeners uh, on the website, again, under Resource tab, is the Ideal Week Template. And what this does is it takes your, your Monday through Sunday week, it defines your time frames from 6 a.m. to midnight. You write down what's happening on what days. There's even a sample in there that shows how you can theme certain days and you can schedule certain activities at certain times of day so that you have the consistency of it and therefore create that daily schedule. Um, those resources are available right now. They're PDFs you can download from the website. Number okay. three is prioritize your goals. Um, all of us have a lot to do. And the 80-20 um, the, the rule tells us that 20% of our activities are going to bring us 80% of our results. And what that means to those of us who are tracking our tasks and our um, activities, our goals, is that we've got to re be real discerning about where we spend our time. And this 80-20 rule helps us define what those things are that we do with our time so that we can see the best results. Now, granted, if 80% of your outcome is going to come from 20% of your efforts, you want to pinpoint what those 20% efforts are. But that also means that 80% of your efforts are really kind of a waste of time. And if we could identify what they are and avoid them, then we're even better off. So keep in mind as you're prioritizing your goals that you're going to have this push and pull that Paul talked about and that pretty soon you're going to have somebody else uh, you're going to be living somebody else's life or somebody else's agenda and not your own. And that may be very one, one of those very things that is in, you know, 80% of your time, but it's only making you progress 20% to your outcomes. Um, one illustration that, um, again, Stephen Covey uses is, uh, is uh, and see if I can describe it. You could probably YouTube it and find it, but there's a, uh, there's a demonstration that he gives that's called put the big rocks in first. And what he means by that is he calls an audience member up to the stage and he's got a big glass jar. He's got big rocks, medium-sized gravel, and then sand. And he asks the audience member to um, fill the jar with the contents of these three things. And, of course, um, as she pours in the sand and tries to put in the gravel, there's no room for the big rocks. Or she puts in the big rocks and pours in the sand, then there's no room for the gravel, uh, etc. And yet he shows that if you put in the big rocks, then you put in the gravel, you put in the, you put in the sand, it all fits. And the big rocks are your big goals. They're those game changers, those quantum leap goals that we all have 
that would make a big paradigm shift in what our life is. And in allowing those big rocks to be looked at first, it then makes room for the gravel and for the sand or for the little things. So look at the sand as like your daily tasks, and some of them are just little things that shouldn't even take your time, but they do. And it's that firefighting Paul was talking about. One way to measure these is to turn to the four quadrants, which again is a Stephen Covey uh, first things first is the book that he first introduced this concept of the four quadrants. Google four quadrants and you'll get an image or two, or we should post one on the website, let's say, and we can have them link it through the show notes. But the four quadrants uh, are divided into urgent, non-urgent, important, not important. And in, in those things that are not important and uh, n- not urgent, <laughs> you want to avoid. The things that are important but not urgent are where you want to focus. The things that are urgent but not important, you want to limit. And the things that are uh, important but not urgent, you need to manage. So they all need to get done. So let me give you some examples here. Uh, in the first quadrant of uh, important and urgent, uh, this might be kind of where uh, you, you, you're going to need to be quick to delegate. You're going to need to be uh, daily firefighting. Um, it's demand. It's necessity. It's it's you that is actually the one that's that's going to be asked to um, to do it. So um, these are crises and pressing problems that that are going to eat up some of your day. In the second quadrant, it's all about strategy and your values or your core values. And this is a focus area. So they're important, but they're not urgent. And they're things that are critical thinking, strategic planning, um, you know, and again, some more macro uh, kinds of, of uh, activity. Uh, the third quadrant, which we want to avoid, are interruptions, busy work, things that are just not your emergency, they're somebody else's. Uh, you want to, they're urgent, but they're not important. You want to, of course, minimize them. And then lastly, in the fourth quadrant, uh, kind of trivial or wasteful things, uh, you know, people go home and spend a few hours and say, I think the statistic is something like, like 14 hours a week. It's, it's more than two hours a day. It's got to be like four hours a day. People are spending watching TV or something ridiculous like that. And obviously you want to minimize those things because those are huge time eaters. We all only have 168 hours in the week, so how we use them is, is, real, uh, is real key. And, and, and a lot of those activities are what falls into that fourth quadrant, which is not important and not urgent. They're big time wasters. Um, a tool to use, uh, a tool that I use to uh, keep track of this for myself is my iPhone. Uh, we all have smartphones these days, and there's a lot of apps out there that uh, track tasks or that uh, uh, can be goal uh, tracking tools, and we'll talk a little bit about those later. But my point is that I write, you write, others that uh, are in my circle of influence do the top five, which is uh, a way to really look at what do I need to accomplish today that is of utmost importance. And... And those top five are in my iPhone, and I look at them when I wake, and I look at them throughout the day, and I gauge how my accomplishment of them is handling from one hour to the next so that I can be efficient and effective in my uh, 
goals, achievements. So you got to prioritize them, and that's number three. Um, number four, yeah. Let, let me, uh, you know, another good tool if you, you know, most of us work on desktop computers or some point during the day or whatnot. Um, my laptop, the new, you know, if you're running Windows new, you know, the new Windows program, whatever, they have, they actually have a program called Sticky Note. And I write my top five on the Sticky Note and I leave it on my desktop on my computer. So when I fire oh, up very my cool. computer, it's the first thing I see. And when I'm shutting down the computer, it's the last thing I see. Ah, and the very sticky cool. Note is there. Yeah. Excellent. I, Excellent. Yeah, I think it, I think I have the, it's the one thing that Microsoft has done that's actually a good improvement. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in uh, Windows 8, I assume? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here it is. I just found it. Oh, how cool is that? That's very good. All right. I love it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Moving on, number four, uh, visualize and focus. Um, this is kind of a, a way to get centered and, and appreciating those things that are um, uh, your, your, your big rocks, your, your top priorities. Um, I, I recommend doing this mainly through meditation. Uh, meditation is a practice that helps you not only relax, but it, it, visualize, it helps you visualize your goals and, and opens the door for the law of attraction and the thoughts and images toward their attainment to appear in your mind. And your mind is a great tool for accomplishment because it is not only the uh, place where your ideas uh, generate from, but it is what is a subconscious tool to actually work in the background. Just like, uh, you know, our computer is running with programs that we don't even see in the foreground they're in the background. They're, they're, they're running to keep the machine going and, and, and efficient. Uh, and that's kind of how our subconscious works. And that's how the law of attraction works, quite frankly. The, the, the purpose of the law of attraction is to bring to you what you focus on. And um, you are directed by your subconscious to those things that are best for you to have, do, and be, because that is the expression of your true self. And in in doing so, there's some action needed on your part. Those last uh, six letters of the law of attraction spell action. And um, one of the one of the um, uh, shortcomings uh, that's been described of the book The Secret is that while it kind of brought the law of attraction into mainstream and was so popular, um, it didn't really uh, emphasize the need for action. It's not that you just visualize these things and then they show up. You have to take the steps that show up in your mind, in your thought, in your ideas that would make them possible. Um, one thing not to get caught up in in the law of attraction is the how. Uh, during this visualization process, you want to be um, focused on the outcome, uh, picturing what it would feel like and what it would be. And if it's a thing, then picture you know you in the possession of that if it's a, a state of mind, then how would you feel? What's the, what's the feeling that you would have out of it? Or what's the environment that would be created, the person that you would become, et cetera? And in doing that visualization, 
you're not thinking about the how. You're just thinking about the what, what it is that you want it to be, and, and perhaps the why as to its outcome. And the, the universe takes care of the how. But the how is brought to you through your subconscious by ideas, thoughts, uh, conversations that happen, people that show up in your world, things that would be the how that you never could have envisioned when you were back first thinking about it. So um, as you focus on these things and you visualize them, uh, maybe you write a daily affirmation around them. Uh, gee, not to, to uh, bring it back to the website, but there's a download that's how to write effective affirmations on the website and the resource tab. And um, you will uh, see that that, uh, that tool is uh, very effective, the, the affirmation, the daily affirmation. Um, I like to say my daily affirmation every time I get in the car, and I do that a lot during the day because I'm constantly on the move. Um, and, and, of course, first thing when you get up, last thing when you go to bed, uh, these are all things that um, help you keep those, uh, that focus on that, that uh, visualized uh, uh, outcome. The other tool that I use is um, my recording app on my iPhone. Um, my recording app is kind of a built-in dictation of ideas, and I maintain a list in Evernote called Million Dollar Ideas. And no kidding, Aaron, I bet you there are 50 or 60 on that list now. And I'm acting on maybe five of them, you know. But there are things that just come to mind that I put on that list that at any given time I could open that list and go, oh, I should pursue that. Or that that's something that I thought of a year ago and I haven't done anything about it. I've got to get on the stick. And that, that recording app is a way for me to do it without distracting me from driving or having to stop and write it down or anything of that nature. It's just dictated. And then I review that as I'm uh, getting home in the evening or planning my next day. And, and oftentimes what I've recorded are things that I, I can't even remember. And then I, I listen to the recording and I think, oh, gosh, I'm glad I captured that that way. So there's some, uh, there's some tools to use right there under number four of visualizing and focusing on your, your outcome. Number five is to track your accomplishments. And uh, study after study has shown that what juices people, what motivates people more than anything is progress. So if they're moving toward their goal, they have the incentive, motivation, desire to keep going. Um, if your goal is weight loss and you want to lose 20 pounds and you're losing a pound a day or a pound a week or a pound every three days, whatever it is, as long as you've got that progress, you're staying on track. It, it's, um, it's kind of human nature, if you will. Now, it works against you the other way, too. If you're not progressing, then you're losing motivation. Uh, if you gain three pounds and you lose four and you've tracked that and down now you're up a pound from where you started, it's discouraging. So the point of tracking your accomplishments is to find that progress, find that, that uh, update of, of where you are relative to where you started. There's many apps out there that can be downloaded to keep track of your goals. Uh, some of them, ones that I've reviewed for iPhone, are uh, Goals on Track. Uh, Success.biz has the Life Organizer. 
the Success Wizard app has some uh, related apps as well, and then Power Goals. And uh, I'll tell you, Goals on Track is a subscription, so it's going to cost you, I think it's 10 bucks a month, and it's got tracking both in the um, phone as well as on the desktop computer. Uh, Success.biz uh, Life Organizer is a one-time charge. Um, I'm not sure what the amount is these days, but I first got it when it first came out, and it's been probably 12, 10, 12 years ago now. Uh, so I, I don't even want to quote what I paid versus what it may be today. But those two you pay for. Success Wizard is free. It's an app. Power Goals is a free app. There's many free apps in the App Store. So I would just encourage everybody to uh, check out and create some kind of a tracking device. What do you use, Aaron? Uh, I actually use the Franklin Covey uh, app. Very good. On my phone. And how does that organize your your goals? Is that a ABC one two three, just like the, the just, just, just like is? the old right, just like the old planner that we used to carry around with us all the time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. very cool. Well, yeah, hey, so same, you know same what? Idea, same principle. And and and, and my uh, my advice to everyone would be, you know what? The right app to use is the one you'll use. So oftentimes when I'm uh, giving my Empowered Woman 101 seminar, I'll get asked after by someone, you know, what's the best exercise to do? Because we have a module on, on fitness and nutrition. And I say, you know, the best exercise is to do is the one you'll do. So if it's swimming, do swimming. If it's biking, do biking. If it's running, if it's tennis, if it's whatever. The best exercise to do is the one you'll do. So the same here. The best app to use is the one you'll use. And they're all pretty user-friendly these days. Pretty good yep. stuff out there. Uh, number six, celebrate your milestones. Um, you know, this one is back to what I was saying about progress being the driver. Um, oftentimes we reach milestones along the way, especially when we chunk down a larger goal. And it's maybe a year long in the making. If we don't stop to celebrate along the way, we're going to lose some steam, so to speak. We're going to lose some enthusiasm toward its achievement. And by celebrating, by even having little rewards uh, along the way, um, you're, you're gonna, it's going to fire your psyche up to be able to um, keep going and to, to be um, motivated that much more. Um, this is one of those tools that works well in, in weight loss for my weight loss client. Um, they are so intent in eating right along the way that they um, almost fear uh, having something off, off diet, so to speak. So if they're on some low-carb or if they're on some no-sugar diet, uh, they will, uh, you know, want it to be forevermore. And yet, you know, what better way to celebrate some milestone of having lost 30 pounds or 15 pounds or something significant than having that scoop of ice cream that you haven't had in six months or three months or whatever period of time. As long as it doesn't throw you back <laughs> and, uh, and, and get you back into old habits, then what a better way to look forward to it as a reward for your accomplishment. Uh, and then obviously celebrating uh, with those you love and with uh, those who have uh, encouraged you and have uh, helped you with resources or whatnot along the way is a big plus. 
um, oftentimes with my small business owners and entrepreneur clients, I'll, I'll have a um, type A personality. And all of us type A's tend to look to the next thing before they even stop to breathe that what was just accomplished. And, uh, you know, if they hit a certain uh, gross sales volume or some other metric, uh, they're quickly setting a goal for the next one. And, um, you know, they've got to stop and say, hey, guys, thanks for your help in making this happen to their team. Say that to your team and, you know, get out the Dom Perignon and and uh, 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 celebrate the, the win uh, before you know, hunker down and try to take on the next mountain. So that's what, what my personality about. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what my personality type is because I don't like to stop celebrating. <laughs> well, well, but you're 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 uh, you're a rare breed then because you're accomplishing a lot in your life and you're celebrating it every step of the way. So that's good. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And number seven for us, Tom. Relax and enjoy. Um, you know, we are all working hard to accomplish our goals, our personal goals as well as our professional goals. And goals are important, and it's it is important not to just to accomplish them, but also not just to us, but to the world. And so as we work on our goals, it's important to remember to relax, and to recharge, and to recreate, recreate. Uh, you know, I like cycling, and it fulfills me physically and spiritually and mentally, and I will schedule long bike rides. It's almost like a meditation for me. And as I ride, my mind is free to wander, and thoughts are allowed to come and go freely. And as much as I enjoy cycling, there are just some weekends where I will just go down and stop cycling, relax, enjoy, um, uh, not to, uh, not to uh, you know, spend the next uh, two days of, of Saturday and Sunday um, cycling, but, but uh, you know, take time off with my family or take a weekend trip or something that's relaxing and recharging. Um, this allows the body to recharge just as well as the mind so that when you get back to working on your goals and tasks, you're going to be sharper. You're going to be stronger. You're going to be more willing to accept ideas that flow in and out of your mind. You're going to be what Stephen Covey calls sharpening the saw. If if you and I were to uh, compete in uh, cutting down uh, trees, and the 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 gun goes off and it's go, and and we both just you know uh, have five or ten trees to cut down, and it's a race. And instead of just jumping right into it like you did, I start sharpening my saw. And I take 30 seconds, maybe 60 seconds to sharpen it on both sides before I even start because it's going to make it a lot easier for me to cut that tree with a sharp saw than a dull saw. And even if you had a 60-second lead, and we're you know well into the first tree. I might be first. I might be through that first tree before you're done with it, just because I've got a sharper saw. And then of course it keeps going. Uh, number two, number three, number four tree. So this recreation, this time to stop and meditate, this time to relax and enjoy the accomplishment, kind of gives you that juice to move on to the next goal that much stronger that much sharper, and hence that's the, the analogy of sharpen the saw. So uh, just to review the seven 
uh, and again, these are strategies for getting things done. Uh, number one, be very clear about what's required. Number two, create a daily schedule. Why don't you go through them, Aaron? Well, let me <laughs> let me get there then, Tom. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, number one, you you said you know be very clear about what is required for you. Um, and what your goals are, be very clear on what is required to attain those goals. Um, that takes us to number two, which is where you will need to create uh, a daily schedule and chunk down time slots for different tasks to accomplish, be accomplished. Um, prioritize those tasks and those goals. That's number three. And number four, you need to visualize and focus on them. And as you said, meditation is a great way to do this. Um, I have usually a fairly long drive into my office or appointments that I'm going to, and I actually relax when I'm driving and think about my goals. And um, like you, Tom, I have an app on my Windows phone, and I record thoughts and things as I'm driving. So oh, very visualize, good. Yeah, visualize and focus. Um, number five, track your accomplishments. Keep track of what you've accomplished because that falls right into number six, which is celebrate those accomplishments and those milestones. And, and if you're tracking them, you can certainly celebrate them. And then number seven, you know, schedule some time to relax. And, you know, you, Tom, know my schedule. Um, you have 15 things going at one time. Um, and even on the weekends, there's always something, you know, either in our vineyard or around the house. I'm, the weekend is not a time for me to relax, but always, <laughs> always, um, the end of the weekend, Sunday evenings, Usually before dinner, as the sun is setting, um, I will sit up on our upstairs front porch and just watch the sunset, look out, you know, over the property that I live on and uh, relax and appreciate my surroundings. And usually my wife and my daughter come and sit with me. And it's just very nice, very relaxing, and we appreciate what we have as we watch the sun go down. And then we usually go and sit and have dinner together. It's a great way to relax and enjoy being with them. Um, Excellent. So uh, anything else there, Tom? If not, do you have a tip of the month for us this month? Well, the tip of the month would be the affirmation, the the um, affirmation download, the uh, effective uh, download, the uh, how to write effective affirmations, um, and then these different goal tracking apps, um, Goals on Track, Success Biz, uh, Success Wizard, which also has a couple of related apps. One's called Productivity Wizard, and another one's called Happiness Wizard. They're all from the same app developer. They're all tracking tools for each of those areas. And then the Power Goals app. So my tip of the month would be uh, 
find one, download one, and uh, and start using it. And then with regard to the uh, affirmations, uh, go to the website, download the uh, the uh, PDF on how to write effective affirmations, and take your top goal and write an affirmation around it, and use the sticky note that uh, Aaron just uh, turned us on to in Windows 8 if you are a Windows user. I'm sure Apple's got something of the sort as well. And uh, put that affirmation in a place where you can read it regularly. All right. And just for everybody, one more time, the website is successseriesllc.com. And it is under the Resource tab and the Workshop Resource tab is where you'll find um, the ideal week and the affirmation, you know, goals, keys to writing a successful affirmation, plus a bunch of other wonderful tools there as well. All right. Well, Tom, I want to thank you again for your time. Um, I'd like to remind everyone that this call is being sponsored by Tom's Soon to be released ebook, Goals 2015, uh, the first two chapters of which can be received at no charge by going to Tom's website, successseriesllc.com. Leave your email address and uh, it'll be sent to you. I also want to remind you that this, this recording can be heard at Tom's website. Uh, under the blog tab. So again, that's successseriesllc.com and go to the blog tab and there's a list of recordings of all these phone calls that Tom is uh, nice enough to record for us. And I'm looking forward to our next to call, Tom. And I believe on that next call, we will be discussing uh, six daily disciplines which will propel you forward towards your goals so if there's questions regarding that or any questions regarding this call that we did today, again, successseriesllc.com. Hit the contact, send us an email, send us a question, and we will try to get them addressed in these calls. So, Tom, thank you. Until uh, next time, I'd like everyone for participating in today's call first and foremost, but then thank you, Tom, for your time and your wisdom. I am Aaron Wilker, and for Tom Hart, who always says, life is a series of now, so grow your life today, I bid you a good day. <laughs>